You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Week 12 is over with exception of George, our hometown Seattle Seahawks, who play tonight, Monday Night Football. But we're going to do our week 12 and talk about week 13. All that good jazz today on Pod That Two Brothers Talking Sports. And I'm Sammy. And I'm George. What's going on? Another exciting week of uh, college football and NFL, actually, this week. We don't talk too much college football here, but maybe we'll bring it up a little bit today. Yeah, or we'll have a podcast maybe coming soon. We're about to get into playoff season and different things Mm -hmm. like that. I would love to see how George is going to incorporate college football into something. I know there's going to be some trickery. No, no, no trickery whatsoever. Probably in our middle, middle, uh, we said today we're going to add in, I mean, this is kind of the intro, we're adding a little bit of a segment in between our quarterbacks and mascots. So I might bring up some college football during that time. All right, George. Sounds good. Thanks for letting us know. And I'm going to uh, get us going on this freaking quarterback list that I think this week is a little less exciting than most weeks um, because I feel like there was some clarity uh, with quarterbacks, I guess. And uh, we're going to do what we always do. Three Kings, three Stooges. All right. I think we're going to actually for one time in history of this podcast have complete agreement on the three Kings and three. Well, at least the three Stooges. I'm going to throw them out there. Tell me if I have any wrong. Trevor Lawrence, Cam Newton, and Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean, the only one that could be debatable is Cam Newton because he's a game-and-a-half starter. Um, But the Panthers brought him in to be a starter. And he had one decent, you know, intro game where he wasn't even the starter. And then it's been kind of a collapse since. And I don't think there's many other guys you could pick, right? I, I mean... A lot of the other guys are either half backups or backups that are playing okay enough that you don't really fit that list. And like Zach Wilson, only been back a game. Who's technically been worse? Probably Cam Newton. Probably Cam Newton. I mean, there's a reason he didn't have a job the whole entire off. Well, since he got cut from the Patriots, he goes to to Carolina. Just keeps screaming, I'm back, I'm back. And he is back. He's back to being shitty. Exactly where he was expected to be. So I like Cam Newton, but sometimes, man, injuries catch up to you. Your shoulder gets hurt X amount of times. You kind of like Cam Newton was a guy who relied on athleticism and a powerful arm. And when the athleticism, I mean, he had five rushing guards yesterday. The athleticism is not there anymore. And the powerful arm is not there anymore. So it's like, he doesn't really have much to offer on the table. Yeah. He's in fact, not back. Um, and he, just looks like one of those players that's kind of collapsing. I think that at the end of the day, with a guy like Cam Newton, um, I, th- I believe at least what Carolina's thinking is the old Cam Newton was the type of dude that can randomly come into a situation and because of his athleticism, figure it out quickly. But when you right. lose that athleticism, he's not the type of quarterback. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to come in and become a great passing quarterback for you one or two weeks into the playbook. It's not the same coaching staff, right? This isn't Ron Rivera's playbook. This is a new coaching staff. I kind of, I was actually shocked the first week when he did well, but I think they were using him the way he should be used in the future. I think he's a great utility quarterback to have a Taysom Hill-esque quarterback that is just not a star anymore. But if you put him in the right positions in a trickery moment, it can work. 
Yeah, totally. And here's the thing, though. Um, what's unfortunate, though, for him is, you know, someone like Christian McCaffrey probably could make his life easier and, you know, he can continue to, like, be okay. But now Christian McCaffrey's out for the rest of his season. So, I mean, this Carolina Panthers team, that I believe they started 3-0 and or 4-0. and um, Looking at 3-0. three and They started 3-0, and are now, what, 5-7. and It's kind of went off the rails here. And they'll be one of the teams, I don't know if it's Deshaun Watson, I don't know if it's in the draft, but they'll be the one of the teams looking for a new quarterback heading into next season. Yeah, most likely. I mean, that's but they have they have Sam Darnold a little bit stuck on their books. Um, I guess that's why they picked PJ Walker for yeah, is a good backup, and you only signed Cam to a one year and giving it a go, and it looks like it's going to be a complete reboot. And I know a lot of people would say the team's bad. I've I've seen some comments like that on the internet, like yeah, the team's not great, but they were also good enough to start off three and zero. I think it was, so it's not like the worst possible roster. Right. It's not a great right. roster, but it's not the worst possible roster. But now it is decaying. And then a, and Sam Darnold went downhill. And now you have Cam Newton, who's not very good. And like you said, McCaffrey out. It's pretty hard to be successful in those situations. And that's why I, I'm I'm putting Cam Newton as one of the three worst quarterbacks in the Stooges list. But I also understand it's not the best situation for a guy like him who's kind of a broken quarterback to come in new and have to learn a playbook and figure it out on the go with an okay roster. So I give him a little bit of a break in the sense of it's not easy to come into those situations, but at the same time, his flamboyantness is loud. You know, I'm back type of stuff. Like the journey was declining up. He didn't want to go to Houston, right? They offered him him a contract. He wouldn't come to Seattle as a backup because he's a starter. I just think it's getting a little too, uh, it's very Russell Westbrook, John Wall-esque in the NBA type of deal where it's like, listen, I understand you're very talented and you once were something really special, but you might not, maybe not there anymore. Yeah. Did you, I mean, I, I kind of knew his stats, but do you really know them? Like I just looked them up and they're a lot I mean, worse. I can than probably I... guess them off the top of my head. Let's yes. see. Let's see what you got. Everyone was talking about him. I'm guessing that it was five for 21. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. 98 yards or 97, Nine, 92 yards. 92 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, and a 5.8 QBR. 5.8 QB rating. Wow, 5.4 QBR. Are you you rain, man? Like, what the hell was was that? Like, I was expecting it, like, kind of close, but not like that. That was good. I'm I'm impressed. Only number I missed was the yards by five yards. And that's – you're in the right atmosphere, the 90-yard club. Yeah. Well, the thing is, here's the deal, you know. I do a lot of our social media for this for the sports on tap at the sports on tap wherever you guys want to check that out. I tend to I tend to see the like really trending things like so many times like the Cam Newton stats like they people would post just his stat line thing. I saw at least at least forty five times, which shows like you know he he is really polarizing as a quarterback, right? Which oh, is like, totally. People, you should root for him. I I understand. I think the hard thing that made me hesitant of being like, oh, yeah, he's in the Stooges. And I think you'd agree with this is like, he's really good for the league if he's playing good. Like, he, he's polarizing. So it's or hard bad. to be like, damn. Like, if they keep him in, he plays bad. People like to hate on Cam Newton as well. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But the more you're bad, the less you're going to end up getting benched. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Play. So I guess um, it's but- good for like a week. But at the end of the day, I hope he does better. But I think. His time as a starter is 
slowly coming to an end, obviously. Yeah, yeah, maybe his whole career coming to an end. I don't know. He'd be much of a backup either, but who knows? I am not going to be a great backup if he was willing. Would he though? Because like, wouldn't you want your backup? I guess it's a serious question. Uh, would you want your backup to be someone who's really bad at throwing the football, doesn't have much arm strength anymore, and doesn't have much to offer? Would you want like your backup to be like a guy who can come in like a um, God called McCoy, who's just decent enough to get the ball to the right people at the right time? I'm gonna just disagree with that, just because at the end of the day, for me, I look at uh, what happened week one with Cam Newton in the game. A quick Cam Newton can get you, you know, a touchdown or two rushing, change the game for a week. I think that's what you need out of a backup is you don't need, you know, anything perfect. You just need a guy that can keep you in it, do something special maybe for one game. And on top of that, he has the veteran presence. He's known to be a guy that people like around. Like, I, I, we don't know, obviously. Like, I'm it not It seems like rooms, it. But yeah, it's known. It's like a known thing that, you know, he's a leader and people really like him and, you can tell other athletes really respect and like him. So I'm just talking about personality-wise. He'd be a great guy in the quarterback room. Now, the goal usually with your backup is that they don't have to play. So I get where you're coming from. But you'd hope yeah. he wouldn't – if he's your backup, you're hoping he doesn't play. Right, no, of course. I think I think what you said earlier, and this will be the last thing on Can You, is the only way I'd want him on my team, I would hate him as a backup. I would think – personally, I would never want him as a backup. But in that Taysom Hill role you said earlier – where he comes in as a change of pace on the goal line and stuff. He's not really your backup quarterback. He's a guy that you use in certain situations and packages. I think he could still be probably a pretty effective. That's fair. And that way also, uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it too. It's probably gone way too long, but on fucking Cam Newton <laughs> is that he, at least it's not Matt Ryan this week. Yeah. But dude, this is what I mean. Cam Newton's polarizing as hell. And I think of the reason I like what you just said, it's clear. That's what they've done in new Orleans, right? Like, they they've always had taste I'm like oh he's the next guy up but then they get Jameis Winston and they make sure Trevor Simeon's there and they make sure other guys are there to back up not named Taysom Hill and then on top yep. of that if Cam Newton was in that role I think you would like him as a backup more as well because he could mm -hmm. still kind of be that guy in the locker room like when you're the full-time backup you can't really have that much of a locker room presence or you're not, the, you can't be that much of a leader, but if you're in a Taysom Hill role and you're still making some plays, getting a couple touchdowns here and there, and you're still impactful for the team, I do think he probably has a better opportunity to also be a likable leader on top of it all. Yeah. It's like what they say. And I think this is a great quote. You want your quarterback, your backup quarterback to be seen and not heard. Seen and not heard. I like that one. That's all I got. I like that all one. Right. All right. So, all right, so we have Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and Trevor Lawrence. And if anybody has any questions why it's Jared Goff or Trevor do you, Lawrence, just do you like, want to, the Google machine. <laughs> do you want to know something very interesting about our three stooges? That's do you know what they all have in common? Um Jared Goff, Cam Newton. They were all number one picks. All number one overall draft picks. I'm quick today. You see how quick I'm on my feet today? I like it. <laughs> giving you stats, giving you facts. Just, just because that just, was what happens when we don't have drinks on NFL Sunday. Both of us, we're both kind of quick, quicker on our feet today. <laughs> but that's going to change tonight as the Seahawks, our hometown Seahawks, play. I will be less quick on my feet tomorrow. But for those that are interested, speaking of the Seahawks, before we get to our Kings, we will do a Seattle podcast. Uh, they'll be out. Monday night or Tuesday morning because Seattle Mariners, I bet nobody fucking cares. Signed Cy Young, Robbie, uh, Ray, and the Seahawks play tonight. So it's an exciting day in Seattle sports. 
So you best believe, George, I'm having a cocktail. Beautiful. Uh, let's get to our Kings. And I think we can all start by saying Aaron Rodgers is in there. I will, I will have to say, despite my absolute <laughs> disdain of his personality and his, his just, ugh, I, that's all I can say about him is, yeah, he's a, he's a fucking king, dude. The guy is so damn good. As much as I love Tom Brady and I like Patrick Mahomes, a lot of you guys playing good, like this is something maybe we'll get into here in the middle segment, but they, I don't know. They, they, he might be the MVP right now. Like I know he had the weird COVID stuff and the weird like situation there, but is there any quarterback playing better? Really? Well, I mean, Brady leads the league in touchdown passes, but I would agree with you that Aaron Rodgers is playing as the best quarterback in the NFL right now. But let me tell you what the writers, who are the ones who vote for the MVP, are not going to do. Is vote for Rodgers. Is vote for Rodgers. That's why I shook my head. I think you're right. Like, who is the MVP? It's Aaron Rodgers. But are they going to vote for him? I, I really don't think, unless he takes the MVP by the balls and drags it across a fucking table and smashes everyone along the way. I know that was very uh, violent. But that's what it takes. You need something violent for him to get the writers, who tend to be very liberal, to want to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP. Or... It's going to take him doing a live national press conference, like live stream, taking the vaccine. <laughs> and then like writers would be like, wow, heroic. Well, well let and me then, inject that MVP vote right into, into my soul. Yeah, that's what would happen. I'm telling you. I do. No, I agree with you. Bro. I do like yesterday. Joe Buck was, uh, I, was I think it was Joe Buck, kind of like hit a slight jab at Aaron Rodgers because they were talking about broadcasters were talking about how Aaron Rodgers took a painkiller shot for his pinky toe. Um, and then <laughs> Joe Buck, or it was Troy Aikman or Joe Buck. He's like, oh, maybe you could say his toe was immunized. Yeah, I like you that. get it? Because he you took say, the shot. Yeah, you know, I totally get it. But I think uh, okay. I like what you said. He took a jab at Aaron Rodgers. Nope, that was no pun intended. But I, I know. <laughs> I regress. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers is the number one king I'm going to mention right now, even though I don't like to do so. Um, he also is playing with a broken toe. So you get, what, what he's doing is ridiculous. And I, and I, I just fuck, like, I like to root against Aaron Rodgers. That's, I don't think that's not even like a hot take. A lot of people root against him, yep. uh, but there, there he is. Doing there it. he is. All right. Number two, Tom Brady. He leads the NFL in touchdown passes. It was kind of simple for me at that point. Like he's still really damn good. Yeah, I don't even think we need any more discussion. Aaron Rodgers was like on the fence for a week or two for us. Not on the fence, but wasn't like clear. Tom Brady's been clear. Um, how ironic is it that it's 43-year-old Brady and like 39-year-old Rodgers? Yeah, and I mean, unbelievable. I mean, we don't have to do too much explaining there. Who's your third king? I have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he play, didn't play this week, but I'm, I mean, it was. it's kind of hard. There's no one who's really separated themselves this year. Like every time someone's about to come into the Kings – uh, Justin Herbert, for example, could have made a case this week. He just laid an A. Kirk Cousins laid an A. Carson Wentz wasn't in really ever into discussion, but like people were like, oh, he's been playing really good. Doesn't get it. I mean, Lamar laid an egg. Like literally everyone laid an egg. Zach Prescott you, laid an egg. You're, you're, you mentioned Carson Wentz without mentioning somebody who's much better at football than him, like Kirk Cousins. And I Kirk said, Cousins I, was I, actually, I, said, I said Kirk Cousins right after. Uh, I, I don't said think you did. Patrick Mahomes didn't play did. Kirk. Yeah. Oh no, I really did. I said, okay. I said, uh, whatever. I don't want to argue. Let me just yeah, get yeah. to the point. Kirk Cousins is uh, 
was right there. 23 touchdowns, mm-hmm. three interceptions, but found a way to lay an egg at the end of a game again and line up under the wrong lineman and that just kind of shoot away the game. He could have made a case to getting a little closer, but he's, you know, he's found his way back out. And Josh Allen just was good, but it was hasn't been good enough. Enough. Yeah. And then you have guys like Lamar Jackson who have like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, he's going to make his way there. And then yesterday, even though they won, it was probably the worst game I've ever watched in my life, like <laughs> quality. And yeah, it was the worst game picks, of his career. Picks, right? Yeah, it was the worst he's played his whole career, probably. I don't know about that. I've seen him lay some eggs in the playoffs those first two years, like where he didn't even have like a touchdown pass and three okay. picks. So this was like, I just, he, they, he, they won yeah. the game and he, he yeah. made huge plays just... But it's not good enough to throw five picks. No, no, and no. So, yeah, he's he's not in our he's not in the king discussion. So that's pretty simple. No. As crazy as it sounds, it's the three guys who, if you probably started this season and asked like who's probably going to be the best three quarterbacks, I would have most likely said Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. And agreed. As of right now, that's that's kind of. That's kind of who they are, unfortunately. Unfortunately for this segment of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. There, these both of these segments did not have much, uh, much controversy here this week. So that's kind of which nice. is fine. I mean, you know, sometimes you, we we look forward to some uh, some just clarity and some easier moments on this podcast. All right. Um, well, before we do our mascot challenge, of course, George, we have to do some discussion of last week's football. Um, I love it. I want to start by saying, let's just start in Thanksgiving time. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the Bears and Lions because that's just cruel. That's what they schedule. Bills and Saints was an awful game, but Cowboys Raiders, two teams that are, I don't, I don't know if the words like funk dysfunctional or just like a roller coaster ride or what it is, but and you know you have just so much going on with COVID and with jail time and firings and all these things with both these teams. Now, now the Cowboys, what they lost receivers to COVID. Now Mike McCarthy has COVID. They like were the best team in football for a couple days. And then now they're like reeling again, losing to the Raiders yep. who were just reeling. Like w- those two franchises in those two years, just, it seems very funny that that was our Thanksgiving matchup. The Raiders, the Cowboys, both like the most confusing teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's a it, it was a weird, weird, weird game. I think both. I mean, uh, unfortunately for the Raiders, I don't think they're much of that. We're not going to hear much of them come playoff time. But the Cowboys, this is a team that you know they're known as America's team, but they're also known as playing the NFC East, who right now literally is the worst division in football. So they're like in the playoffs by by default almost, and they're going to host a playoff game. So. Uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, you probably watch that game and you're like, man, like this team has so much good going for them. But uh, I saw the tweet. My favorite tweet I saw of the week was that the Cowboys have uh, actually contacted Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma to gauge their interest in taking Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I saw that. That makes no sense. He's not going anywhere. No, it's a joke. They're saying the Cowboys called and asked Oklahoma. Oh, I thought it was serious that the Oklahoma was actually looking at Mike McCarthy. No, no, no. So the Cowboys have called Oklahoma and asked what their interest is in Mike McCarthy. <laughs> hey, you, uh, you want to take him? Mike McCarthy like, gets way too much heat as a coach for some reason. And I, Green Bay, I agree. In Dallas, the guy's a good coach. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he's obviously a good coach. 
there's just this is just classic Raiders or Cowboys franchise. Like you can't be one of these iconic teams without a little bit of spice and drama. I agree, but it was a fun game to watch, and it was it was actually the highest rated regular season game of all time, thirty eight point five million viewers. I don't, I don't. Uh, that doesn't shock me because I would probably say I know some people would say Steelers, Green Bay, Patriots, or somewhere around there, but to me, those are in my head like the two biggest brands in football. Uh, I agree. It's just it's the Texas, and then it's like the the LA part of the Raiders, and how it's spread now across the world from from LA to everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're in Vegas, which makes them even more international. To me, it's like the two biggest brands. They put them on Thanksgiving Day, not the 10 a.m. game, but like the smack middle of the day. While everyone's, if you're on the East Coast, it was like you're starting dinner. On the West Coast, you're probably prepping dinner, hanging out with your family. Everybody has a TV on. Nobody was mm-hmm. out of the house at that moment of time yeah and yeah it was a perfect storm for the perfect rating perfect scheduling too yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely um all right well i wanted to mention i'm gonna mention two things here one of them really quickly i wanted to mention a stat i before i want to talk about college football for a quick four to five minutes um matt stafford is now owen 18 in his career in games against teams five games above 500 or more um i I, if I if I was to buy or sell stock on the Rams, I'm selling my stock on the Rams. That's all I'm going to say. Matt Stafford, uh, I think last week, last year through 11 games, the Rams were seven and four. This year through 11 games, they're seven and four. I'm not saying Matt Stafford's definitely better than Jared Goff, definitely. But I don't think this team. He's such a big upgrade that it boosts him into an championship team. We saw them play a team like the Packers. Unless the somehow Rams somehow get home field advantage, they're not going to the Super Bowl. And they've spent a whole lot of money not to be a Super Bowl team. Yeah. I don't know if I'm I'm holding stock right now. I'm okay. Holding. Um the reason I'm holding well, it's a is time to sell. That's probably a good decision. <laughs> Say that again. If you did buy some stock earlier, it's probably a bad time to sell because it probably did dip a little bit. That's true. Uh, yeah, it'd be a really bad time to sell, actually. But uh, I'm I'm holding because their last three losses, although tough, it was against the Titans when the Titans were like at their hottest right before you know right. It was the first week that Henry was out, but like Titans were rolling. The 49ers, who are one of the hottest teams in football now, and then you have the Packers, who are probably the best team in football. They have a couple weeks to kind of show us what they're made of. And I'm going to like, you got Jacksonville. You're, they're going to win. You have Arizona on a Monday night football game. We'll find out what they're made of. Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, uh, and then 49ers again. They're either well, going to end the season. That's a tough schedule. Yeah. They're either going to end the season like being like, okay, they're legit. Or we're going to just find out in a couple weeks that it's like really time to sell on Matt Stafford and the Rams because there's no room for messing up with that schedule outside of, you know, Jacksonville, but you, then you got a bunch of teams that are fighting for playoff spots um, and are really highly competitive teams. So they, they, <laughs> they have a tough spot. T- totally agree. All right. Really quickly, Sammy well, called. Okay. Hold on. Why, why, uh, you okay. Was, why are you always trying to move on so quickly? Let me, let oh, me get to, right, let me get I, to my other, other games. I'm not okay, allowed to pick know. any other games. Oh, I, I didn't know. I thought we were all picking one. I mean, I think this is going to talk college football, but go ahead. Right. I'm sorry about that. Well, Apologies. I, I know this guy. You're always like ending 
this this has been a regular thing for for our listeners. Is you end a subject and you quickly try to move on, like, and okay, we're moving on to college football on this time. Well, I also <laughs> like, know you right, got. Well, I also know you're on a 22 minute time crunch right here, so I was just that's okay. Right. That's okay. I'll worry about my time crunch. Uh, I wanted to mention Big Ben and just give a little bit of a like goodbye. You know, like I since I was a child, one of my first years really caring about football was probably oh five oh six ish. Um, you know, I was young and my Seahawks were in the Super Bowl and against Big Ben. And, you know, obviously it was my first like real big heartbreak watch Seahawks in the Super Bowl. And uh, he's been in my life ever since. It's never gone away. He's been a very uh, stable piece of NFL football. And I think now I can officially say it's let's say our goodbyes. I think it's coming to an end. If we haven't seen the last couple, we haven't seen the last one or two games or at least seen the last five or six games of big Ben's career. And it's pretty crazy to think. Yeah. Um, Hey, great. I, I think maybe there's something we'll do that, you know, at some point I would love to do this on the podcast, top 10 quarterbacks of all time. And I think he's maybe he might be a top 10 quarterback of all time, probably closer to the 10th than the fifth, but, but he might be a top 10 quarterback of all time. This is probably the end. He, he could sneak in there. That's a good point, but it's going to go away soon. He's yeah. probably in there, but then you look at the scope of football and you have guys like Patrick Mahomes and the Russell Wilsons and the Lamar Jacksons and Joe Burrows and Kyler Murray's. There's a lot of talented quarterbacks right now that that's, what's hard about top. It's hard to stay in a top 10 all time list in any sport, unless you're like the guy that really separates like the LeBrons, yeah. the Brady's, the Payne Manning's, the Jordan's, the, Derek Jeter's, whatever you want to say. But you have to really separate. It's kind of weird to think like 10,000 years from now, like Michael Jordan might be the eighth best basketball player of all time. Uh, probably not. I mean, you look, it's been 20 something years and people are still arguing if he's first or second. Yeah. yeah I'm saying 10,000 years from now. Oh, 10,000. I don't, I don't know if the earth will, <laughs> will, uh, Still be standing at that time. Okay. According well, to global it, warming. According to global warming. All right. Um, call, college football real quick, Sammy. I know. I think we kind of know right now. I mean, we saw Michigan win. They're probably in the top four. We know Ohio, um, Alabama won. They're still in the top four. Georgia, Cincinnati. Those are the four teams as of now. But I just wanted to point out Notre Dame is probably fifth and Oklahoma State is sixth. Scenario for you. Cincinnati loses to Houston. They're out. Who gets that fourth spot? Notre Dame or Oklahoma State with one loss? Because now Notre Dame's one loss is to a Cincinnati team that is out of the playoffs. And also they lost to them at home. Oklahoma State's one loss is to Iowa State by three. What would you do? I'm just wondering. I know it's so far-fetched here, but let's just say Cincinnati loses or Alabama gets blown out by Georgia. Who's that fourth? Who do you have in, Notre Dame or Oklahoma State? I mean, I think the obvious easy answer is going to be that it's Notre Dame. Um, they would be losing to the team that's right ahead of them. Their one loss would have been to the team that was right there ahead of them the whole season, and it's Notre Dame. I don't think the committee would put it's just real. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about what numbers people give me or whatever. I truly think just like they really tried to avoid putting Cincinnati over the last two years, 
there's reasons behind that outside of just like football, right? There's also the reason of like, fuck, like what's going to be better for us? But a one, like have Alabama versus Notre Dame or like have Alabama versus Cincinnati in the first round, right? Um, yeah. Either one we know is going to lose, but it's, it's better. I think like Notre Dame and Oklahoma State would be so even that it would just go to the bigger brand. To the bigger to brand. Honest. Okay. Um, and another question for you. Um, Alabama. Uh, what do they have to do to not get in? Because I think they're in, even if they lose to Georgia, barely. But like, what what would it take for them to not be in? You said it already. Blow up. Like a complete blowout. That's the only way. If they lose by seven, they're in, right? I, I think they are, personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't... I'd be shocked if they're not in the playoffs, like, any way, shape, or form. I know. They literally got blown out, like, blown out. Because you can't hold a conference championship against it if like a number one team in the nation is playing a number two team in the nation in a conference championship and it's somewhat of a competitive game you can't hold that against them for a playoff spot you know that's just that's like how i feel too part, I'd be, part I, one of the playoffs but they would I know. the weird thing is i don't think they'd put them at four i think they'd still keep them at three so it's not two weeks in a row of the same matchup i know that's where like it gets kind of tricky right like they have to manipulate a bunch of things to keep it the way it is. I just think it's crazy because I agree with you. I don't think they'd take out Alabama, but I know you're going to have a lot of Notre Dame fans. Like we have one loss pissed off. You're going to have a lot of Oklahoma state fans saying we have one loss being pissed off, but I think that's why the sec is King, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yes. I, I mean, it depends too. It's not about the sec being King in my eyes. It's more about like, you also have to consider who other teams have played against. I, I believe um, Notre Dame's only played two ranked opponents the entire season. Like one of them being regular, Cincinnati, right? Yeah, in Wisconsin. If if they had played, you know, a classic Notre Dame schedule where USC was really good still, and Cincinnati was ranked, and Wisconsin, and whoever else they're playing, I don't know their schedule, but if they had five opponents uh in the top 25 that they beat then you could talk about notre dame forget scc is the powerful one then you're like a one loss notre dame might be more valuable than a two loss alabama but when you have these you know teams like in the big 12 i, I know the big 12 is a top conference but nobody in the big 12 is that you know oklahoma was like the worst top 10 team i've ever seen in my entire life this season texas isn't even good baylor's you know they're good but whatever like all these teams in I guess my point is it would all depend on I guess it would all depend on what the other teams like schedule was like because yeah yes a bad schedule versus an SEC schedule you always take SEC schedule because even a bad SEC schedule is really yeah. hard <laughs> yeah well if you if you like mayhem then this weekend just uh root for Alabama to get blown out Michigan to lose to Iowa Oklahoma State to lose to Baylor and Cincinnati lose to Houston. And then who knows what the fuck we can do. That's what you're rooting for? No, I said if you are rooting for Mayhem. That's not what I'm rooting for. Oh, I, I don't really care for Mayhem. I kind of want it to be Cincinnati. Um, I would really like Cincinnati. What is it? Michigan now, probably? Yeah. Michigan, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't know. The only mayhem I'd like is to see what happens to Michigan and Ohio State, technically. No, Sorry, Michigan, Michigan and right, Wisconsin, whoever it is. Who is it? Wisconsin Iowa. or Purdue? Iowa. What? Why is Iowa? First of all, these conference championships, like 
sometimes they just don't make sense to me. I know it's off record and shit, but like it's never the two best teams in the conference. Never. Yeah, because they won the uh, whatever Big Ten West. Okay, cool. Yeah, like it should just be the two best teams in the conference. That's the championship. I I, I agree with you. Well, although Michigan we've watched in a long time. Sorry, you broke up for a second. To the Michigan uh, Ohio State, one of the more cooler games we've seen in a long time. Yes, absolutely. Nothing like football in the snow. I love it. Um, well, I think it's time to get to our mascot matchups of the week. We're going to cue the music, George, as always. And uh, I'm going to hit you with little news. Nobody cares, but Jack Dorsey is stepping down as CEO of Twitter. Interesting news. Uh, that, that was this morning. But all right, perfect. Huh. Interesting. I'm a big Twitter guy, so. Huh. Yeah, he's stepping down. Well, let's cue the music and uh, let's get to our mascot matchups of the week. All right, Sammy, our mascot matchups of the week. We are now 17 26 and one. Uh, we finished just a game below 500 last week. I blew it by taking the Colts over the Buccaneers. We would have our first 500, over 500 week. Yeah, uh, I was really upset about that because George somehow tried to say that a pirate ship with cannons and guns and pirates who have weapons could not take down a, a horseshoe. Um, so I'm not really sure. I mean, it's not a horseshoe. It's a horse. And second of all, I don't know how the ship would have been able to go through the land of Indianapolis because there's no water. That was kind of my point. Indiana, I'm pretty sure Indianapolis had some water. I mean, it's not an ocean, so I don't know where the pirate, how the pirate ship's going to get there. That was my whole thing. How does a pirate ship? You get can there? get into some bays through there. You never know. All right. Anyway, uh, who's who's starting it off today? Well, we're starting off with. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's who's on Thursday Night Football. Interesting. So we have the Cowboys facing off against the Saints. Sammy, you go first. Actually, you're, I just asked you, so you're going first. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to take – so we're saying a Saint is a dog. A Cowboy has guns. Give me the Cowboys. Pretty easy here. Cowboys beat the Saints. That's an easy one. All right, Sammy. We got the New York football Giants going to the land of the e -e -e Dolphins to play the Dolphins. Well, hmm. This one doesn't really make sense at all. None. Because usually with the Giants, it's like giant buildings, and we can actually like compare it to like an animal on ground or like a pirate that would shoot it down. The Dolphins versus the Giants. I'm just going to go with the Giants. It's bigger. I like it. Bigger sometimes, is sometimes, better. Sometimes you, yeah, sometimes you got to go with the obvious answer. Bigger is better. We once again have the horseshoe of the Colts going against the Texans, whose picture is like a buffalo horse ram looking thing. So this is very similar, I think. These are very similar type of things here. But I'm going to go with the Texans simply because they're at home. It seems like they're just going to have some home field advantage here. And a Texan is technically like all people of Texas. They'll probably take down the Colts. Let's just be that's real. fair. All right, Sammy. The battle of the humans versus the animals. Vikings at Lions. This is a tough one. Because um, I think a lion would take down almost any animal, any type of human being. The only thing with the Vikings, if they're covered in armor, 
and if they have a lot of weaponry I know one or you might lose a Viking or two I don't know if all the Vikings would if you had all the Vikings in the world versus all the Lions I think the Vikings would end up winning that battle if it was one-on-one -on -one, I might take a line but I'm just gonna go assuming human population of Vikings versus population of Lions so I'm going Vikings I, I like the way you're thinking here you like that one if it was one-on-one yes. -on -one, you never know that's too complicated we have the Philadelphia Eagles fly Eagle fly against another flying machine the New York Jets I get a lot of evenly matched things a flying flying Cowboys Colts or Colts and Texans whatever it is but look if an Eagles flying and, it, and a jet hits an Eagle in the middle of yep. the air the Eagle dies Give me the that's what I was going to say. Not very evenly matched. I don't know where you came up with that one, but that's fair. Well, sometimes, like Sammy, if a bird gets stuck in the propeller of an engine, that can cause an airplane to crash. Just And who would be dead? The everyone. Bird the bird and the people and the plane. But the bird but, first. But the, but the bird first. That's, this is symbolic of the jet season. What's going to happen is some, a bird's going to get stuck in their propeller and have them crash and fall. That'd be like the exact, like, that, that's just like literally the jets. Absolutely. Cardinals, Sammy, at Bears. Just a fun fact here. They used to be the Chicago Cardinals and moved to Arizona. Now they're the Arizona Cardinals, but that's just a fun, fun fact. fact alert on this Monday afternoon. Well, unfortunately for the Bears, or sorry, unfortunately for the Cardinals of Arizona, their name's the Cardinals now, and uh, the Bears are actually a very superior animal. So those Cardinals are going to lose, and the Bears have picked the better name um, and the better animal. So the Bears get the win. Right, we I like have it. the lightning bolts bolt up chargers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Sammy, what could take down a tiger big bangle? Probably a lightning strike. It's not very likely to happen always. I think it happens in this case. Give me the chargers. I one's always up for subjection. Whatever one you want to pick that one that day, you can pick kind of, you know, that's, like, that's a good anytime point. it's an animal versus a bolt, you kind of get to just go with your actual pick. <laughs> but the bolt would never lose to the animal, technically. It'd all just keep going, and then you'd be, no one would ever win. Are we calling a tie? You, no, we're not this time. All right, Sammy, the Buccaneers, the Pirates at the Falcons. You know what I'm doing? I'm taking those Pirates. Pretty simple. There's no explanation needed for anybody with the right mind i get i get it we have the jaguars against the rams very odd wild animals be competing against each other but they Sammy, are the the only natural <laughs> predator that can kill a jaguar is an anaconda and in a fun fact today a ram is in fact not an anaconda give me the jaguars easy one I know. I, I'm still waiting for the Jaguars to not play animals. So I can have them lose. Football team, Sammy. The whole entire football team versus a group of Raiders. I guess I got to go with the Raiders. I don't know. <laughs> really, Washington needs to change their name by next year, so this makes more sense. Uh, the Ravens, a bird against the Steelers, a man holding a steel pole. I mean, unfortunately for the Ravens, like the only thing that could really like destroy a bird pretty easily is taking a steel pole and just like smashing it until its skull breaks. And PETA is going to be calling me us pretty soon, and we're going to be canceled. Or and all the bird and Raven lovers are going to be like, "God damn it, you asshole!" But give me the Steelers, just because in in a very violent fashion. 
We are on week seven consecutive of George making the same PETA joke. So, and the same Anaconda joke. So I'm wondering at what point that streak's going to break. The Anaconda joke will never break. Forty nine. the PETA joke going to break? It's my question. Probably, probably pretty soon here. We George like week seven hundred fifty four. Peter's gonna call. <laughs> but, but, but the anaconda, but the anaconda joke is gonna go on forever. I was like, and in a fun fact, the Ram is in fact not an anaconda. All right, 49ers at Seahawks. I'm going biased again. I'm taking the Seahawks. I always do this. It doesn't make sense. Actually, this one doesn't make sense in general. It's like gold miners, you know, and a bird flying around. Neither one of them would probably win because nah. literally a bird could poke you in the back of the head or a, the gold miner can hit you with its like hatchet, but he, both of them are very unlikely. So I'm just going to ride with the Seahawks. Well, I'm going to go use the Seahawks, George, because the gold miners are in Seattle and that's not where they mine their gold anyway. So that makes it even harder. They don't, have their, they don't have their gear. Man, so that's so true. Seahawks. So true. See, that one's very specific because... When we're talking cowboys and shit, you can take your shit with you anywhere. You can't take gold mines. Anyway, that's actually stuck in the land. I mean, I wish I could take a gold mine anywhere I went. I mean, make a whole lot of more money in life. Sort of like, I'd I'd be doing something different right now. I'd be on the beach and I'd be on the beach in Italy. (laughs) Well, no, I'd be at the gold mine getting even more gold, but that's okay. Sounds like a greedy man. And speaking of greedy men, the Chiefs. Are very greedy for wins these days against the Broncos, another horse. Yeah, I mean, I would think in general, like the chief in general, when they the mascot comes into their stadium, it's usually riding a horse, which basically is saying, like, look at me. I'm, like, on top of the horse. I'm better than the horse. I own the fucking horse. So the Chiefs are going to own the fucking horses and uh, win the football game. Took that a little too far, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to let it pass. I was time. passionate. Sammy. I'm glad this is not mine because I have no idea what to do here. Patriots at Bills. That's an easy one. It's the Bills. Thank you. You're welcome. The Bill would run over a human being. A Patriot's just a person. If we're taking 20 people versus 20 Buffalo Bills, I'm pretty sure every Bill would get would stampede the humans. Don't forget the Patriots do have guns. They're like the people who fought in the Revolutionary War. Not all War. Patriots. Not all Some Patriots. Of them. You never know. No, you're not all, that's not the meaning of the Patriots in this sense. We've talked about we're calling them Americans. That's all we're talking about. Okay. Let's call them Americans. Okay. The Patriots are. All right. Patriotic. Do you want to look at the definition? I don't. No. It's a group who vigorously supports their country. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. Okay. Well, so, I me. support this country. If a bill was in my face right now, what do you think would happen? I would just I'd probably, uh, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably not I'd probably be not in my room anymore. I'd be running. Exactly. And aka that means you lost. All right. Well, hopefully we have a winning record for once in the mascot week thirteen challenge. Matchup mascots, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm calling it the mascot challenge for some reason this week. I like that. Came out of my mouth. Mascot challenge. It's not really yeah. a challenge. I don't know. They're, they're the ones competing. How but, mascot mania? I don't know. We don't need to come up with a name right here. All right. I just called it something. Don't don't take my fire for a second. I was just throwing out names, George. Well, I just like the challenge. Out. What challenge? The mascot challenge. Okay, then why are you trying to make new names? I was just giving you a suggestion. Man, this wasn't the name. I was just that was just my ADD kicking in. You just gotta let it go with the flow. 
we have the mascots doing their things, whatever it is. And uh We have a big Seahawks game tonight. So for those that are Seattle fans and are at this point in the podcast, there will be a Seattle-specific podcast, Seahawks, Mariners, maybe UW football coaches. Uh, but for our national listeners that aren't interested in that, um, don't worry about it, I guess. <laughs> That's, <laughs> there you go. There you um, go. In the meantime, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends, um, do whatever it takes, at pod that everywhere, P-O-D that. And uh, you can find everything at the sports on tap.com. Don't forget, send us a DM with some ideas, thoughts, questions, uh, anything you want to know for the get to know us section that we don't have time for today. Unfortunately for me, I have a meeting in two minutes, but you know, I have a meeting for George just for the people know I have with QuickBooks. This is not, this is not a very exciting day. That sounds so boring. I'm so glad I don't take it back care of that part of the business. So QuickBooks. This is gonna me. be so fun. Yeah. Well, much love. Uh we'll be back some uh what day, Jordan? What day are we doing NBA? We're gonna try to release our NBA pods on Friday. Friday. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. We'll see you guys Friday. Uh in the meantime, enjoy the holiday season coming up and uh enjoy sports. That's it. And George, this is the sports on tap. And cheers to sports. Peace, y'all. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.